Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs, your lovely host on I Am She For Real Z Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and let's get into these hot topics. Yes. Hey y'all, it's your girl Quarter Stubbs, your lovely host. I am here with Big Thick Juicy, the fairy trap mother. Yes, honey. We have some hot topics, honey, and we will be talking about broke sex. Now, before we go into that, I would like to ask us, would she like to introduce herself? Hi, my name is Big Thick Juicy, and I am your fairy trap mother. Um, I am from St. Louis, Missouri, and just to give you a little bit of background about myself, um, living in Missouri most of my life, I lived in impoverished neighborhoods, um, city, urban areas, um, what what they the government labels us as um, on paperwork as special communities. Um, pretty rough life. We, you know, all us soldiers out here have stories to tell. So, you know, no, no one above the next. We all have our problems and struggles. I'm not special. We all special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's that's for this show i mean that's pretty much the gist of it i i have a loving family i'm a single mother of four children and that's about it all right well thank you so much sis for you know introducing yourself and letting the people know who you are yeah uh, and i'm so grateful as i stated you know uh, i always tell you that thank you so much for um being a part of this uh podcast and you know putting your two cents in because i think everyone two cents are you know is very important to share you know, I don't believe to know that I know it all, but I do le- lo- love to listen to what you all have to say and learn from it um, and be able to share that information you've given me to someone else and pass that along. But yeah, are you ready to talk about broke sex? Uh, I'm ready for this. Like, Definitely. I think it's a um, topic that needs to be addressed um, because it's much deeper than what we can see just right on the surface. Exactly. And see, when I had spoke about broke sex um, before, um, that's why I put it part two is because I was on the surface part, but I know that you would get more deep into it because I know that's who you are. You like to research and you, you know, you want to go underneath the surface. So this is why I'm very grateful for you taking out the time to even talk about this. And I believe this go for men and women. It's just not speaking to women. It's speaking to men as well. All of us, you know, when they come down to broke sex. So if you want to go ahead and get it popping off and, you know, talk about what you would like to talk about in regards to this subject you're you know you're welcome sis well you know first of all i like to kind of take away the negative connotation that comes with what broke sex sounds like it's not necessarily because it could be a good thing if you know how to utilize it correctly Mm -hmm. um a lot of time i don't think a lot of people know how powerful sex is Mm -hmm. Uh, and when you when we say broke sex it all you know it automatically has a negative sound a negative connotation because of the word broke or broken but you know to be broken is to not be repairable you can you can fix something that's broken correct you know what i'm saying you can rebuild from a broken place Mm -hmm. so if we take into consideration broke sex, it, it's not just, it's not a bad thing, but it's a place, it's a foundation to start a growth from. Oh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're, if you're in a broken place and you, and you get into a situation because sex doesn't just start from um, most, most times it's just a physical attraction, but a lot of times it's a mental attraction. It's something there that makes you want to be intimate with a person mm-hmm. on a deeper level. So if you're, if you're entering into a situation where you're broken. So let's let's start with what what is exactly broken sex or broke sex? 
when you're having sex and you're not even aware of what you're creating through sex, you're not aware of your conscious state or brain matter that is putting you in a place to be intimate with this person. So when I think of broke sex, I think of people that aren't thinking about the terms of life that we bring forth when we have sex because we don't just create babies with sex. It's a lot of power and emotions that come from behind it and things that we pick up. So we have to be conscious in what we're trying to do when we enter in these situations. Like I'm iffy about the people that I even just let in my bedroom, even if it's my children, if your energy is a little off, this is my personal sacred space. So we have to think about from just from the door to the bedroom, what we are entering into ourselves. So when I think of broke sex, I think of coming from a place of lack, coming from a place of searching for something that we haven't internally sought out in ourselves on a deep level. Um, superficially, if you if you lack on the inside, of course, we know how things work. If it's lacking on the inside, it's lacking on the outside. So I also think of broken sex as two people that are maybe suffering financially or suffering mentally or emotionally because everything that's happening on the inside is reflection of the outside. And when you get in these broke sex situationships, um, they're chaotic. They're argumentative. They lack understanding. Um, they have a lot of distrust that comes with it because of, to be honest, there's no communication in broke sex because it's broken. Exactly. Wow. And see, it, I mean, this is the reason why, you know, I'm glad that you're on, like, when I was talking about broke sex on social media or whatever, it's like, you know, fun and games, laughing or whatever the case is. But um, for me, for what I take broke sex is, you know, yes, what you're saying, yes, definitely. But how I was looking at it, too, is that we all know some men or women, majority of women, in my, you know, through my eyes, will lay down with certain individuals and can I get anything um, I mean I'm just saying just anything from, from gas you know even though that may sound petty but I'm just saying like you're able to give a part of you but you're not able to get something back and I just say it's an even exchange you know what I'm saying uh, even when it comes down to energies but I'm just talking about like the physical aspect of it like it that's just the point that I'm talking about you know what I'm saying like when it comes okay to, yeah so like you can't get something from someone there's no way like you remember that you said I think you made it a post it was a while back when you were saying like um when dudes um you know they you know want you to cook you know and you like did you bring the groceries did you pay for the, you know what I'm saying like they want something from oh you, yeah but they not definitely uh, and also, you know, operating from a place of like, you know, where we're from, um, the kind of communities um, that we grow up in, young girls suffer and lack a lot. I, I've had, I've been a victim of a lot of broken sex. I hate to say it, I hate to admit it, but I, I've, I've been that person, and which is why I call myself the fairy trap mother. Um, the universe has put me in situations to have so much experience in places where, you know, you would think that it would break me, but now I'm understanding it was, it's for my purpose yeah. to bring awareness to certain situations. And for this particular situation, I, uh, to be just raw and uncut, I've been a victim of broken sex I, operating from a place of lack. You know, I was a, a a young girl that was abandoned by her father. So I had issues, um, father issues, looking for love in all the wrong places. Not only that, being abused by my mother and the different things that I saw in my community, like, you know, drug abuse and all the disrespect, you know, absorbing that with my eyesight, 
it doesn't give a good value, you know, a good worth on a person. So, I mean, I, I'm a single mother of four children. Um, I'm not with either of their dads. So self-explanatory why I say I'm coming first person from a broke spe- uh, um, sex perspective. Um, yes, a lot of us. Um, for me, I can't say that I can totally relate to getting things from uh, when, when I was in relationships, all my relationships were providing, but just being a single woman and going on that search before meeting someone that I could, I had a lot of broke sex, you know, where you be sexing someone and you call and you say, Hey, you know, I'm short of $20 to, for gas money. Can you hold me out? And they say, Oh yeah, let me call you back. I'm gonna go to the bank. And then next thing you know, you blocked or they didn't change their number. You know what I'm saying? Or just not answering the phone for you or sending you the voicemail. And it's like, dang, you know, I thought we were better than that, you know, but. And you know what? But then you have some. Oh, go ahead, sir. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. And then you have some women that just were just like, you know, they just use themselves and I can't really speak from what space they're operating from, but they just use themselves. And I don't know if it's just searching for something or just desperation or one now, but I have been witness to some of my own close friends, just, you know, put themselves out there and be used. And then it hurts. You know what I'm saying? And I know there's like a confidence or self, you know, you, you, you expect what you give to yourself. I give myself a lot. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hit or miss. It's some. It's very hit or miss. You know, we don't know everything. Everything is questionable. Yeah. And sometimes it's like that, and which is why it's important to be patient and know mentally what you're looking for. I think that's the basis of broke sex is because we don't know what we're looking for in those times that we're engaging in these activities. Like the basis of it is that we're just not being aware of our 100% total need and what we want as far as, like I said in the beginning, life goes. Like, it's, it's things that you need to live. One of the foundations to life right now um, all across the world is money. Yeah. If you don't have money, you get clothes, you can't get food, you can't d- eat, drink, or take a, a squat. You know what I'm saying? Because you need shelter to take a squat. <laughs> yeah, right. And I just thank you so much for being so transparent. Like, y'all check her out on Facebook. What's your Facebook, sis? Uh, my Facebook is actually under my name, Verona Boyd, V-E-R-O-N-A-B-O-Y-D. Okay, and I'll make sure I put it in the description box. Y'all, when I, uh, yeah, when I tell y'all, like, I have to put it to see first, because I have to see it first. <laughs> like, everything else just don't matter. I really want to hear what she has to say. I need to know where her thoughts are. And, you know, and I did see that you stated that someone said that you're all over the place. Hell, I be all over the place. But it's like so much going on in our mind that we just want to share through our experiences or what we see or how we see it. And I just love every bit of it throughout the time we've been Facebook friends, you know? Um, Yeah, I feel the same way about you, Quetta. Like, I feel the same way about you um, as far watching you needing to know your expression because you know your background is a little different from mine and you inspire me in ways to um I know I come off seem like I'm strong and know everything but I'd be like dang I never think of that yeah (laughs) and that's why I think that the different perspectives are important because you know we learn from each other if we actually are taking the time to listen and not react but just to be open to dialogue and that is true. And look, this is the reason why I created I Am She For Rizzo Podcast is because I keep telling people, hey, you can be a co-host here. I'm not the one that's going to cut you off now. Mm-hmm. 
speak. I want you to speak. I want you to be heard. I want you to tell your experience because you can reach someone out here. I'm working really hard to put this platform for not just myself, for everyone, because there's not many platforms out there that want you to be heard. You know, they want to be heard. They want the um, attention, you know. So I just never been that type of person. You know, I like to give it more to other people versus to myself or whatever. But yes, I mean, uh, everything that you stated about broken, uh, about broke sex is like, you know, is for real, you know, and it's just so honest, you know. Uh, and my thing is just, you know, back on, I didn't have you no know, family members or friends or whomever, they give their body away, but they don't get nothing from it. And I also want to talk about this, um, that, you know, into this as well, that men will shame women from saying, hey, you know, you want to have sex with me, you know, can, you know, you're going to pay my light bill or you want to help me with something because you want something from her. You want something. That's you know. <laughs> so why do y'all shaming women? Because he, and this is us, geez. You almost made my head spin like the exorcist. Like, but I'm just saying, like, why we can't do an even exchange? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. What's the big deal? Can we talk about how they don't want to just show up and you know? Good loving body rock knocking the boots mm -hmm. for the, the for the little bit that they're willing to bring to the table. They want to Netflix and chill. They want to see you get in the kitchen and cook. Mm -hmm. It don't just be about you know the hanky panky. They want to come over and be treated like a whole ass husband. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, and don't want to come out like do they, 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 want, they want kissing, hugging, intimacy. You know they want <laughs> lick candles. They want, they want to see you act like a mom to your children. You know, they want to play house, yeah. but they don't want to do homely things. Yeah, and they don't want to, um, you know, everything is contract. Whether you have kids by this person, marriage, whatever, even having sex is a contract, damn it. You know what I'm saying? Because sex, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Those memories there, you know, like the vagina carry memory, memories and, you know, these are organs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, ugh. I just wish women just be like, you know, some women just don't care. I just stop feeding people that don't want to be fed. I just, it is what it is. This is only for the uh, and, and you know, I'm not, no judgment. I'm all for liberated sex. Like, if all you know is you want some little pain, pain, boo-boo, get all the broke sex yeah, you want. Yeah, but, yeah. Only, but only if your needs are taken care of. If your bills pay and you got food in your house and you don't have to worry about money, you got a little change in the bank, your gas in your car and your, your extras are taken care of because I'm petty. I'm petty. If it's something like if it's something that I like to do regular, like my nails ain't done, maybe I need that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, come on. And like, you know, you're gonna come through with something unless it's just all legit. I really don't need nothing from you, baby. Bring me a bottle of wine and we finna kick it for the night because you my partner. Like, there's nothing wrong with assessing your needs because I've gotten to a place in my wisdom where if I want to have some broken sex or some sex like that, like for me, if I'm having a bad day. You know, I might have a little, not right now I'm in a relationship, but I might have a little friend that have a little pick me up. You know, okay. he's always positive. He's always a light being. So where there is even exchange, he going to take some of this sadness and I'm going to pick up some of that good joy because we can handle that from each other. And that's what I mean when I say being consciously and mindful about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You don't call that dude that's bitter and he always got stuff going on and then you're going to mix your bad trauma with his bad trauma. Okay. You call somebody to make you happy that be turned up while you down. And that is true. Yes. I mean, the people just... Because if, that, 
when your spirit changed, if you are lacking some money, you might manifest something after that. Hey, they better know. They better know you can manifest things through sex. I have heard Scorpio because I'm a Scorpio and my husband is Scorpio, and we manifest a lot of things through sex. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be careful when you know about the things that we think about or what we say. You know, because it does come out um, to existence. You know what I'm saying? And I have you know um, noticed that or whatever. So. But yes, you can manifest things throughout sex, honey. And like you said, sex is just not only just bringing children forth. You know, it's the, you can create other things, new creations when having sex with individuals. You know, I just want my sisters out there, um, you know, just if, if you have everything taken care of and you good and you don't want anything from this dude, and that's cool, that's fine. But for you women that really do need that help, you know what I'm saying? When that time comes, I just want your nails done, toes done. Yeah, even just go out and treat yourself, that individual should be there to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the effects of this broken sex, you know, the effects of it, what it does to you mentally when you're struggling and you're having sex with and doing things with people that can't help you. Even for the men, I'll never want to be biased. Broken sex affects men. Yeah, it, it affects does. That's why I was saying they go both ways. You know, they, they, they having sex with women that can't feed them mentally and it affects their viewpoints on women. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? I have seen that so much, sis. Uh, I have seen that so much. You know, that's when they be out here going, all these bitches dumb and all of them stupid. Well, you know, that might be true, but could it be due to the choices that you, the women that you're choosing? Yeah, right. So, of course, you have that insight of what you think all women is. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, it, it's just, it's crazy. And that's why I say go both ways, men and women. So I don't want men thinking that, oh, you know, and they quick to say we down talking men. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you've heard of Nicki Minaj or you even listened to her music, but her new album, Queen, she has a song on her album. And it's Rich Sex. And she does talk about broke sex, rich sex. You know what I'm saying? So that is even something to listen to, you know, if you like to as well. You know what I mean? And a lot of people can misinterpret what she's saying, you know, but. Like, I'm not even saying going out there and get rich, rich sex. Get some, some type of sex that would benefit you if you need it. You know what I'm saying? Like, some, you may not need something from that individual. You may be taken care of 100. You know what I mean? But some women just may need that. And I just say, just be wise and choose wisely. Hell, I, I well, in my growth, in my growth over the last, I say, 10 years, I'm like, I've always been pretty much an independent woman. And what I mean by that is even in my brokest day, I know I can take care of myself. So all I, I'm going to tell you, to be honest, when I when I search for a partner, I search for a connection, a genuine divine friendship. And I like that as a building ground. But in my growth, that was the old me. But in my growth, I'm looking at things different. If my table is full, then the person that I should be seeking, even if it is to be sexual, should be able to bring some type of fruition of life, whether it be a new car or mm-hmm. be able to do my all changes there shouldn't be anything you know and all this all of this is sex all of this is a give and take whether whether we land down in the mattress doing it when you <laughs> hand that money at Walmart you have you're having an exchange that's okay, in the girl you gotta tell me you're gonna give her something that she's giving you your products in return you're having sex right there you know what I'm saying now could you could you go in Walmart and say you know what I'm gonna walk through my stuff on the belt. You bag it, and I'm gonna walk out the door. Yeah. No, it's not gonna work. Walmart gonna be like, okay, get the police out of the line because they stealing. 
and, and that's initially what ha what happens in broke sex when a man or a woman comes to you and they have nothing to offer, nothing, nothing. mindful, financial. They want to come bang you up and, and and really much take your energy. Want to enjoy your energy. You open your door. You let them come in. You let them chill. Now, in my day, in my ratchet whole life. Hey, I will be the one. You ain't going to come in and enjoy my energy. Meet me at the door. I'm putting my blunt out, boo-boo, and I'm going to knock you off right here at the door <laughs> because I'm energy up in my house, and I don't know if I was just being a whore or my spirit was just knowingly knowing that this is just what this is. It don't need to be no further because men and women, too, I've heard stories from friends where it was supposed to be a one-night stand. Now he living there, and what? you don't really doing and it's arguing oh girl yes broke oh, sex get real this is where the hobo sexual turn come in and you get that bing from facebook and it be hey stranger and y'all get to talking and you know things get cool and whatever whatever but you ain't talking about nothing real it's just very basic loose conversation love and hip-hop how you been how your mama been <laughs> Because, because let's face it, as adults, we busy. We have busy lives. We don't get to enjoy life much. We work at 80 plus hours a week just to make ends meet. So talking to somebody that you doing something you haven't done in a while, you get opening the loins and shit, all common sense fades away. <laughs> no more common sense because now you didn't got excited. Yeah. And come see you and you didn't forgot to answer. You didn't forgot all the questions that need to come behind him coming to see you. For what? What we trying to do? That's how we make those contracts, right? Ask so before you can even formulate in your mind to ask those questions, you be saying, "Okay, it's cool," because now you're getting some attention, and this this feeling may be coming from a scorn place in the past, or just a hard working, tired place wanting some relief. And there's nothing wrong with either, but we need to just be aware of those energies when they're surfacing. Why am I feeling like this? I don't know this man from a can of paint, girl. You need some dick. That's why you feeling like this. <laughs> you know, exactly. we be need aware. Like you feelings said, that's coming with it. Mm -hmm. Like, be at least be aware. Hey, I need some dick. Okay, well, dick ain't gonna really give me nothing. Is there anything I can use? Do I need some pads, some tampons? Do the right. kids have fruit? Like, I'm gonna get to looking around for shit. You know, because broke sex have effects. That's then he come over. Wait a minute, girl. Then he come over. You don't know that he's homeless and him and his baby mama been back and forth since July. And his mama really don't in her house and he's sleeping on her couch. He only live in the one bedroom. You know, now he can he lay down on you, baby. He came in and helped you clean up. They will. They'll come in. They'll come in like a thief in the night, baby. This is thriller. This is thriller. They come in like a thief in the night and doing everything you want them to do. And baby, they will snatch your vagina. <laughs> and before you know it, they be laid up with you. And you be talking on the phone to you, girl, I don't even know what we doing. He's here and he ain't left. We argue every day because I'm catching him on this, this, and this. Nah, baby, because he just got you some broke sex. <laughs> and because you were broke sex, you are now being a victim to all his issues. And it's affecting you because were you thinking you were in a relationship, he's just using his penis as a rent payment. Right, and it, that's the problem. Like, sex to me, I'm not, I don't know, it's just like it's not that deep for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it feels good at that moment, but it's it's bigger things going on right now. Like, you said, everything around the world is about money, you know what I mean? Like
uh, you know, you know, strawberries or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm, can you what you can do? Can you bring something that when I need you? Hey, can you, I have a flat tire? Can you think you come to me and change my tire? Bring the spare tire? What can you do? Because everything doesn't have to be like it's for me to be able to live off of. But can you help in some kind of way? You know what I'm saying? Like this is so funny, man. This is. Yeah, and even even for men, you know, be honest with your penis. If you out here, hey, look, you interested in a woman and she just messed up, be honest. Look, baby, look, I ain't got nothing but some good old thing for you. I ain't got nowhere to slide. You know what I'm saying? I can help you out here or there. And just be honest instead of playing games because that's exactly. that's the part where the broke come in. Because the broke is it's not necessarily that you come in and broken. It's the way that you come in and then it just continues to break things apart. Because mm-hmm. you're not I contracts with men where our relationship was strictly, and I had we had benefits from it. You know what I'm saying? I've had a friend where I, when I was single, and he and I were, I like to have my hair done every two weeks, and this is how much it costs. And if I decide I want to get some weave or something, I'll get that. But as long as you can pay my beautician and my nail technician. <laughs> I'll be cool with it. And every two weeks, every two weeks, whether we had slept together or not, he was on point because his intentions were, if he wanted to have sex exactly. with me, I needed See, to be available. Why you can't be grown up? So why you got to make someone feel like they're a slut or they're a whore or they selling their pussy or something because you have this arrangement? Nigga, because I know what I want and you should know what you want and we should come together and make a plan so we both exchange what, you know, what we both want from each other. You know what I'm saying? So why we be adults about this? You know what? You know what? I think a lot of that shame comes from people actually wanting something deeper, and oh, it comes from yeah. fear too. You know, you want to shame because you're doing things that you wouldn't want to do. So it's a shame factor now because you really want a woman that you can provide for and do things for, but you're scared. So now you're doing these things and having sex with her, but now she's a hoe because you're not in a commitment yeah. with her. You get what I'm saying? Some kind of shame. Out of feeling bad about your own conscious decision and feeling bad about yourself, you now shame the woman because you feel like a hoe. You feel like a trick because you really want to be with her. You really want to be with him. And the shame part come in is because I'm not being honest with my own genuine feelings. I am in love with this person and I don't really know how to deal with that because yeah. I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on both sides of the fence. I've been on the side of the fence. Where I was that person that was hurting myself. She hell, I done had it, it, it. It's even. It's even hell. I didn't been a trick, but girl, <laughs> let me tell you, I was dating this guy named Rock. Oh, honey, baby, Rock had me giving it up. Vagina, cash, food, baby. I will. Pra- you don't have any food in your place. What? Oh, hardworking men deserve to eat, baby. I will go in my own freezer, pack him a little some snack and drop it off. I don't even need nothing, baby. I'm just going to drop this off and I'm going to be on my way. And he wasn't even, I can't say that he was a bad person or a bad guy because he was always offering <laughs> some penis for an exchange. <laughs> he was, he was, but money or whatever too, like it was, it was equal, but my feelings for him had me overly into it without establishing a deeper contract in accordance to the way I felt. So in essence, mm-hmm. I hurt myself through him yeah. when he hurt me. You get what I'm saying? Because I didn't require what my feelings were requiring at the time as me getting deeper. Okay, baby, I'm doing all this for you. I'm gonna yeah. need you to get a little bit deeper with me. But because I was so gone inside of the good sex we were having and then being engulfed inside his brokenness and his problems at the time, 
you know, like I say, you forget about yourself. You forget about your needs. And fortunately, I was in a very, very good place mentally, physically, and financially when he and I were dating. But once I woke up, oh, it was a wrap. Once I woke up because he got used to it. And you know how it is when they when they get used to it, it starts yeah. to get a little disrespectful. That's right. And then but, but then it kind of wakes you up. And when I woke up, I, I was virtually done. I was like, you know, I'm not obligated to help exactly. you. I was helping you because I loved you and I felt the same way. But the way you're going about it at this point, um, first of all, I went to work. You didn't. You know, and then then that's what hurts them because they're no longer yeah. in a place of power. And then that's what I mean. That cycle, that continued situation, cycle of brokenness because I found out at the end he was really just desiring a deeper connection with me after we had broken everything off a couple months ago by I miss him, he missed me. We talked to each other and it was just basically him wanting a deeper connection. But things go so far inside that broke part it's hard to come back and try to reestablish something else. So needless to say, we eventually went our separate ways. We tried to have a relationship with you at that point. He had brought two more babies into our friendship. And, uh, yeah, that's just, that's too much. That's too much. For me. That's, <laughs> I really think, thank you so much for being, I'm sure the people that's listening that you're being so transparent. That's what I want people to be transparent, tell their truth, you know what I'm saying? Their experiences for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, when your feelings are in it, we can get my mind will go blank, especially we feeling that individual. We'll just start doing some crazy ass shit. And I have been, you know, uh, I have had some bro sex before. Like, I just really like didn't care. You know what I mean? It just that's just what I wanted. You know what I mean? And and I knew what I wanted, you know. But I can say when my husband and I got together when we were younger. You know, I knew what I wanted by the time I, you know, dropped out of college. I knew what I wanted. And I told my husband, when we were boyfriend and girlfriend, look, yo, look, if you, we stand together, we can't do this. I, I date you, but I'm going to date other people too. And that I was being honest because I'm not going to give you all of me. And, you know, in, in exchange, and you know, not have nothing going on. Like, we need to know what we're going to do. We're going to be together for real, for real. Or we want to just like hang out and then I can go be with other people because I'm not going to not just hold it down with one person. And, you know, it, it's just, it's a lot. And I, I was doing a lot for Nick. You know what I'm saying? We were young. I sacrificed a lot. Just, just giving, you know? And then, like I said, when you into those feelings deep, you forget a lot of stuff until you wake the hell up, you know, or whatever. But, uh, oh, girl, I just went through a sleep situation. So mm -hmm. let's come to my current life. I am very excited okay. and in love, you know. Um, I'm currently about 20 weeks pregnant. And my child's father and I are at odds right now. <laughs> and I know it's because of, I won't necessarily say broke. Bro well, no, nah, you know, I ain't going to try to sugarcoat my own shit. We like her having some broke ass sex. <laughs> and um, the beginning of our relationship. Now, what I can say is that we have a beautiful friendship yeah. and a beautiful connection. But like you said, out, out the gate, I know what I want. And when I met my, um, I'm going to call him my husband because we so divine. Yeah. I know everything going to work out. But when I met my husband, I let him know straight up, like, I want you. I know what I want. I know what I need. But, you know, 
I, I, I want exclusive. I want to be exclusive. And if you don't want to be exclusive, I put out the same thing you put out, Quitter. I'm gonna see other people. You see other people. And when we ready, it's gonna happen. Well, he wasn't letting that shit ride because obviously he felt the same way. So we got together, and our relationship went 85 miles per hour okay. in a 35 okay. lane. Now here I am. We we met in March, mid March. By by June, I was pregnant. We had a situation go on, a traumatizing event in our relationship, and it put us for him to be locked away. I had to have some surgery, and we're working through this. Um, he's been since released from jail, but we haven't been in each other's presence. That's, this has been about 40 days now that he's been released, but we're working on our relationship. But the bro where the broken part comes in is that Knowing what we want, knowing what we need and what we desire is what's keeping us together. How to fix ourselves has become the problem. This is what we were just talking about last night. We don't want to have broke sex anymore. We don't want to do this anymore broken. Um, because in this process, we realize how much all of our past relationships and broke sex brought us to this point in our life to meeting someone where we virtually see a hundred percent of ourselves in and it's hard to accept because this is what, this is one of the effects of broken sex. You almost can't believe that you're getting what you want because you never really gotten what you want because you never allowed yourself mm -hmm. to be vulnerable. You never allowed yourself to be vulnerable and just say what you want. I never allowed myself to just say what I want until I met him. I never had met anyone where I could be just freely 100% myself and not be judged, you know? And a lot of times we put ourselves in these situations where we just put up with someone. We know it ain't nothing going on there. The biggest part of broke sex, we know it ain't nothing going on there. We know it ain't nothing, but because a lot of us are in situations, girl, Lord, I just start crying. Um, because we're in situations yeah. of poverty. And not only did we have, we lack poverty, a lot of us lack family yeah. structure because of poverty. And not, not, I don't even think families want to be torn, but it's because we're all working so hard and so diligently and we're so stressed out, mentally stressed out, that we're becoming physically mm -hmm. sick. That we just yeah. need somebody. I am a firm believer that we That's all need too. each other. You know, and so that we need somebody so that we just accept things with this mindset that everybody has struggles with everybody and we can get through this. But the creator doesn't create like that. All things are connected. You have to find something that's connected with you so that you when you when you meet someone <laughs> And the exchange is there and you can be open that when you engage it, because broke sex is yeah, going to happen. We all have it. There is nowhere where we are. Even married people have broke sex. <laughs> yes. We have to learn how to deal with those energies and also know when to separate and when to come back. Even though I'm hurting and I'm hating going through this process with my husband where we're separated and he's working on him. On the positive side, it have made available opportunities like what you have extended to myself. I'm able to work on myself and achieve my higher self. And I haven't lost my husband or my baby's father. Our relationship is still good. Yesterday we had an argument. Today we might be all good and we might kick key and fight. I mean, kick key and love on each other. But this is a new level of relationship with us building. Because like I said, if you remember, I said in the beginning, 
we started off 85 and 30. So now we're saying, okay, you pregnant. That's a lot. <laughs> you know, we go from pregnant to, you know, from 85 to 30 pregnant yeah. and trauma. Let's slow this shit down. Let's not engage in any sex and let's have real sex. Let's yeah, talk on the just, phone for hours. Let's do everything. Yeah, the beginning, friendship. In the be- talking on the phone. Let's talk on the yeah. phone for hours. Let's, let's talk on the phone for hours. The other day he called me and we talked. This is And this is a part of broke sex. He called me the other day and we were on the phone and he looked down he said, dang, I'm on the phone with you for two hours. He said, Excuse my French boo, but I ain't never talked to no bitch for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said that's because you're interested in me, you're intrigued by me, and and the same thing with me because I get irritated with men when I'm on the phone. After so long, the conversation get dull. He don't have nothing to offer, you know. And it's cool, you know. And I I like the way we compliment each other. And these are the things that we miss when we're just in that place of I need somebody because I know how that feels. I was a CNA working. 80 plus hours every two weeks. And then I was going to school. Then I had my daughter running, ripping, running her cheerleading practice and doing her. And then I had my own self-care needs. By the time you look up and on that one off day and then your mind and your body remember that you actually have mm-hmm. other needs, you need somebody. Yeah, right? <laughs> and that's when you find yourself lurking on Facebook to see who high, who not. Hey, stranger text. <laughs> And, and we don't realize that that's coming from yeah. a broken place. You know what I'm saying? A broken place where you have not tended to that social emotional need. And so then we skip all that phone conversation and jump right in the bed because now we didn't let ourselves go so far away that the our low person down there is now talking to our high person up here and they like, look, you don't get that. It don't matter, girl, if he broke and ain't got no job. This is how I talk to you. We're going we gonna to act like we know what this voice talk like. Girl, it don't even matter. He ain't got no job. You work good every day. This is what that low voice be telling you when it won't what it won't. But Coochie be talking. It don't even matter, girl. You can buy a pack of cigarettes for him. Just, just make sure you got a contract on the dick. At least that's how I talk. I don't know about nobody else. I'm going to speak for me on that one. Hey, and, sis, let me tell you, I want the new iPhone. Because, you know, by me doing my... Uh, you know, my podcast and I use my phone and stuff right now. So it's a, it's a newer phone. Uh-huh. And Nick was like, well, I continue to pay the bill. You just pay your, four, you just pay the $45, give me my $45. Well, give me the $45 for the phone. And I looked at him like, no, you make way more money than me. You get $45. He's like, just give my $45. I said, oh, I just take your dick for it. And then you'll just pay it. For it. Girl, we start laughing so hard. Like, you know what I'm saying? I you know what I'm saying? Even married people are continuously engaging in broke contract ass sex. You heard what you said? You said you make more money than me. I'll suck your dick because I ain't got the. I'm already doing extra shit around here, but I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what you like. I know, I know he gladly appreciated. Now we need to negotiate these things. So if I wanted at three in the okay, morning, you're going right. to get up. Now I got to think about it. <laughs> Do I want to do this or do I really want to just pay the forty five dollars? Like, can I really hold it? You know what I'm saying? So it's not as even you as a married woman, you understand that broke sex is not avoidable. And then just like 
something as simple as the kids having an overwhelming day at school and the teacher's been calling all day and you just feeling overwhelmed and you just come home to your husband and just fall on this lap. Look, baby, I just, look, we finna order pizza and look, I, you have to deal with the kids tonight and once you put them to bed, it's a meeting in the bedroom because you need to have some broken, sorrowful sex. You need to put off some of that negative energy on him and pick up some of his good. If not, and that's why I say we need to take away the negative we need to take a negative in it. Like you say, you know what you need this iPhone for. You got shit going on. You trying to build businesses and, and take your marriage and your family life and yourself to the next level. Because even though you're a mother, you still have goals and wants and things in this lifetime. So, okay, hubby, <laughs> this is what I got going on. I need to bring a contract to the table. And we're going to do some negotiations. And this is what you're yeah. doing with your husband. So why is it, why is it that... This should not be applicable. If this if this is the things that married people are doing in business, yep. marriage is a business. So if this is the thing that marriage married people are doing to sustain their livelihood, why aren't single people exercising this? Could there be a reason why we're stuck in poverty? I have a friend on Facebook, Kenny Brisbane. He wrote a book called Dealings mm. Before Feelings. And it's not to say don't address your feelings. Have your feelings, but Put your dealings first. If you a single mother and you struggling to survive and there is no way you should be dealing with a man that can't help you. Like for right now, if I was single, I'm not driving. So if any man is offering me any type of sexual pleasure or want to be up in my face, you need to be able to take me where I need to go. And I'm, I'm wise enough to say, hey, certain shit I really don't need you to do, but the important things in life, when I need to go to the grocery store, doctor's appointment, our doctor's appointment, if you can't help me out in those oh. life areas, then get the <laughs> hell out of my face, baby. And that's what I be talking about, Slip. I'm talking about the, the, the sex, I mean, the broken sex, or the broke sex part, because it's simple shit, just like what you were just saying. If you can't take me to the doctor, if you can't just do that, like, it doesn't even have to be monetary. It's just stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then, and then, you know what I think a lot of times people have this misconception like if I take you to the doctor we're in a relationship nah fool I just need to go to the damn doctor this is not me trying to make you my man we gonna kick it we gonna kick it though we gonna twist one up you know what I'm saying we gonna stop and grab a little smoothie or a little sandwich or something you know and, and we gonna hang out you gonna take me to this appointment and you know whether you wait or come back and get me I'll call Did you when you I'm done what? That's what I. But you know what? A lot of dudes don't know that us women be just like them too. Like we don't be wanting nothing more with y'all. We just want, like you just said, we'll go. You know, just take me to the doctor. We still got our contract, our arrangement. We'll hang out, get a smoothie, and they think it, they, you know, we trying to make them our man or something. We three things just like y'all. But I think it's more men that want to be in relationship with women, but they don't know how to step forth. They play these games. You know what I'm saying? So I just think now, it's really reversed. Now, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it, how men feel like lack. And, you know, let, let's just keep it real. In our communities, nine times out of ten, women yes, are more established. They, yes, we are. Yes, they are. So mm -hmm. they don't, because of that lack of knowing what a man-man is, you know, we can talk, you know, this another podcast for another day but you know growing up fatherless and blah 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 and so on and so forth have affected their um perspective of manhood so when you when you combine that and having to deal with women and women that are establishing themselves even the poorest woman have a hustle even the most poorest woman be in the house braiding her to provide for her kids or 
you know, some things that we shouldn't mention, you know, how, you know, how the board go, you selling a little okay. stamp, you know, you know, we, you know, we're not, it's not oblivious to the shit that go on in the community. This is something that we all know, but you know, we got to do it under the table because the cops is watching, you know, but the things that go on, but even the most poorest woman have a way to ends me, whether she's going to shelters or resource centers and tackling that way, every woman has a hustle. Now, whether it's because they either don't know or just lazy and don't want to, when you enter, when you have that type of mindset and every, the women around you, even the most poorest woman has a home and a car and you have nothing to offer, it makes it hard to open up and say, uh, hell, music got a song, Teach Me How to Love. And that song rings so many more bells to me now that we even on this topic. It's ringing a bell to me that says, he wasn't saying, teach me how to love so I can love you. He was saying, teach me how to love so I can love me better so that I can reflect mm. that on you. And now that I'm thinking, the reason why I said it like that is because if a man is outside and doesn't have anything for himself, if he's not working, that means he's not yeah. eating. And if he's not eating, how are you caring about yourself to live? You need life. You need to eat to sustain yeah, life. That's true. So if you're not loving on yourself, but see the the thing about it is we don't have them requirements. You know, when, when, when you meet a man that's like that, there's nothing wrong with meeting a man in poverty. I personally me, you never know who you're going to fall in love with, but how you groom that relationship. Yeah. I don't care how it happens. You must challenge him to do better. And that for me comes with communication and talking. Well, where are you in the mind? Well, I'm really confused. Well, have you thought to seek counseling? Have you thought about that? Like you got to start having boundaries and expressions when it comes to these things. Even if y'all want to sleep around or he stay with you and you want to help him, maybe make that boundary that uh, you sleep on the couch unless we having a date exactly. night. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. You know, you don't want to make him believe that he can just have everything with nothing. Start giving him information to say, here, these job applications, and I'm going to take you here, so-and-so. You have to be seeing if he's even willing to be able to receive what he's asking for. If not, don't waste giving your diamonds to swine. Okay. Just put your dealings before your feelings. Even though you may love him, even though you may see the potential, see what's great inside of him and want that for him and want that in your life, know that it's many eggs to guard. It's many eggplant in the garden. And so we have to start placing them demands. And the same thing with a woman. If you know you're in that confused place, you need a woman that can help your mind. You need a woman that can nourish your soul. And you have to be able to say that, baby, look, I need a woman that'll help me. I don't really know what I'm doing. And you also have to be willing to be open to that. We have this hyper-masculinity that when we're trying to tell a man something, they jump up and start beating their chest like King Kong. But you don't have anything, boo. I'm trying okay, to get you to the next right. level. <laughs> And this, but this is the part that just keeps that broken sex rolling because we don't want to communicate. We don't want to listen. And we don't want to put in that nice, beautiful word, work. W-O-R-K. We don't want to sit down and have conversation. Conversation scares the hell out yeah. of us. We don't want to have a conversation and be vulnerable. People are... And think about the shit that we're embarrassed of. You know, watching anime. Black people, you know, embarrassed to say, I like cosplay and anime. We don't want to reveal that in relationship because... It's a stigma in our community about that. You corny, you know, lame. Yeah, you know, nobody wants to be talked about. Then we say, you know, then we have these hocus pocus quotes that we don't believe in. You know, they talked about Jesus Christ and everybody get talked about. So put it behind you. You know, it's easier said than yeah. done. So I think just a lot of 
open expression, a bold self-expression, you will always get what you're looking for if you be boldly in your exactly. life. And that's why I was saying early on Facebook today, I said some people are bold on social media and some are bold in the world, like really bold. You know what I'm saying? Like, which one are you? You know, are you bold on social media? Because there's a lot of people that saying a lot of things on Facebook and I'm saying uh, it's not great. It is. But some people can't cannot go outside of that on social media and go out into the world and speak what they're saying. In a sense, it, they are because it is social media, but you can reach so much more people. You know what I'm saying? That's why I ask people, okay, come on, come on to, to the podcast and let's talk about it because I do big marketing, you know, a lot of marketing for this show that I'm doing. You see what I'm saying? So, you yeah. know, and I have gotten offers to do, uh, to, to collab, you know, with a few people off uh, Instagram that have the of podcasting, you know? So I'm just trying to talk about certain things that needs to be talked about or whatever you want to talk about. My this podcast here is all about whatever you know what I mean like we talk about what I don't give a damn with sports healing from uh fuck boys to broke sex so whatever you feel like the hell you want to talk about let's talk about it and and I'm so happy and that's why I'm so pleased and I'm so grateful and really I was really overwhelmed with the thought of actually being this my first podcast you know um um I'm picky about who I choose my, to share my energy with. So this wasn't my first offer, but it was the first offer offer that I felt my spirit resonated with. Um, and the reason why is because I did have the freedom to just be myself. So that kind of took a little bit off of my nerves. But I think your show is so necessary because it is so real. You know, it, it, there is no dictation on what you can and can't say, and you don't want to offend the audience. Like we don't care who we offend because that's on you. If you feel offended, then you need to go get in the corner, boo boo, get in the corner mm -hmm. by yourself and figure out why, what my personal expression, my personal experience have anything to do with yours. Exactly. And then the only thing I say with this podcast is that you can go through the episodes. You can read the titles and the description about what it is going to be about. So you can know what to expect. So this is one thing that I love about this. So I'm not only on Anchor, I'm on Spotify, Apple, Google uh, Podcasts. I'm on Pocket uh, Pocket Cast. Um, I'm on Breaker, Stitcher, Overcast, uh, Castbox. This platform is big, y'all. This is not just on Anchor. I'm all over the place, and I am doing pretty good. And I just started this thing, and people are listening. You know, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, if any of y'all have something to say about broke sex or y'all experience, um, and the good thing is, too, sis, that a lot of people, when I bring forth like different topics or whatever, like not get off topic or whatever, but I mean, publishing my book, um, Sex Therapist or whatever, and to sum it up, the book is likely a three, well, a threesome, uh, a wife won't with her husband. And a lot of people really know how to express themselves out that emotion. You know what I'm saying? So it's not tend to make someone feel bad about what they wanted. Like a threesome is for them to express themselves how they feel about that situation or if they even experience that. You know, it's supposed to come together. We're not supposed to like walk away from each other, you know, or talk about each other. It's, you're supposed to come closer, you know? Well, yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm stepping into, um, I'm going to say this. I've always been open, but open selectively. Um, but I'm stepping into this bold place of freedom in my life where I'm really mapping out what I want. Being honest, um, why I chose to co-host with you on this topic today, because my perspective broke sex just come from a place of really not knowing self. Yes. 
where I'm at in my life and what makes what makes me feel so good is this bold place of open that I am and where I'm saying like, hey, you know, I don't really subscribe to titles, but I like both men and women. And for my life to be completely happy, I want a polyamorous relationship. I want to have an open relationship where my husband can feel free. I do. I want my husband. I, so, I, can, I, can we can we have this? Not to cut you off. We're going to have to do this because this is, oh my gosh. I'm in battle this with my husband. Like he literally just found out that when I when we were, when I was in college, we were still we were dating. We've been together for a few years, so a lot of years or whatever. And yes, and I confessed to him like, yeah, I was with girls in high school, and I just burst out and said it because I'm like I'm tired of hiding, you know. Uh-huh. And not in high school, in college or whatever. So, but yes, I mean. I really want us to come back and talk about that subject. Seriously. Anytime. I'll stop right there then. Because <laughs> I really believe that you're going to get really in the nitty gritty into this. And I really want to get in it too. Like, I was just mentioning uh, that to say that, you know, it broke sex, a lot of broke sex can be, a lot of unhealthy broke sex can be solved by knowing yourself so that you can establish healthy contracts so that broke sex can turn into rich sex it can be rich sex rich sex ain't nothing but taking those broken pieces and creating something out of them and that's where people bringing riches to the table riches riches are built off broken pieces look look at what we're taking with broken pieces you know you got your podcast going on but you know on the opposite end of me you know I'm building up for my stick talk live show on Facebook you know we all have things coming on do you think we creating these things with an abundance of money hell no we use use our broken pieces we're using what we're doing on Facebook and and taking back our feedback and all the testing and all the observation and seeing what people like and taking all those broken pieces all those negative responses all those positive reviews and putting them into something and creating something from it so if we could just look at it that all is one the same way we create these podcast shows and say you know what this happened mike brown happened everybody got a podcast hell you know because it came from that broken place of passion when you think about when think about if you get angry and you want to break something you break that mug with all the passion in your heart yeah, you slam that jaw down to the floor. Why? Because you need to see it crack and, and break up and splash across the floor. You need to hear the sound to bring you back down to your level. And but once you get back down to your level, you say, uh, you figure out a way to make it through it. Well, this was what we can do. Then you create a contract. You know, you really made me angry and I really wanted to hurt you. So next time we get this angry, we just going to go away from each other. I'm going to go in the basement. I don't want to be that angry again because from that broken, you can create something. Yeah, you can. And I just think that's what it's about. I think it's just about negotiating those contracts and being self fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Like, take some time to yourself and, and process those feelings before you go into that contract of Netflix and chill. Make sure, make sure that it's coming from a place of sincerely all you want is Netflix and chill, not from a place exactly. of I need somebody here with me because see, I'm the first person to tell you, baby, I don't want to just Netflix and chill. I want to establish a connection. I've been wanting to talk. I want to talk about this book I've been reading, you know what I'm saying? And I want you to take me to Walmart because I need to pick up a few things. <laughs> I'm trying to to spend the day with you. I don't want you. You know, by the end of the night, yeah, of course we can Netflix and chill, baby. Because I'm going to be good and turned on after you take care of all my business with me, honey. 
You know, but just make sure when you engage in those contracts, get what you're going to get first. Don't don't give up. And that's where a lot of it comes through. We give it up and then we say, well, can you take me to Walmart? And he like, she. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting ready to go. relationships you know where you know anytime you engage and you marry but for the sake of this i've been in these relationships where it was just simple things like okay i broke my phone one time quitter i was with my boy's father because we were together five years i broke my phone quitter and it was the second phone that i had broke in a month's time now i had i bought the first two and I, I didn't have the money this time to buy my phone. But I, of course, I need one. You know, I got my kids. I have my home. I got my business, my job. So I need my phone. And so I asked him to buy me a phone. And he was like, well, babe, you just keep breaking phones. This is the second phone you broke. I'm like, okay, so you got the money. <laughs> I ain't got no shame. What you want for this? But he didn't ask for any sexual favors. But what he did ask for me to do, he was like, well, you know, I need my uniforms washed and ironed every week for work. And um, this week, I just these are a couple of meals that I'd like to have personally that you haven't made in a while. Broke sex. I was in a broken space of need. You get what I'm saying? And without knowing, uh-huh. I didn't even know that my partner was suffering with me not cooking his favorite meals or he wasn't being considered in the home anymore because, you know, yes, baby, can you feel this up for me? I, you know, he never, um, excuse me, he never, um, expressed that to me, you know, in, in his own self of trying to protect me of being overwhelmed. You know, he didn't want to put any stress on me. We talked about that. You know, I said, well, why didn't you say you wanted some favorite meals? He was like, well, you take care of the home. You take care of the kids. I don't want to stress you out. You see how that broken sex could have been just taking place. And all broken phone, we were able to solve two problems. I'm going to get a broken phone. He's going to be able to have a happier relationship with me because now I'm going to do some things that he like as well. Yes, babe, I love it. And see, and that's what people want to take. People think broke sex is like can be a negative thing. You know, like you said, you can pick up those pieces and make it rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, come up with a solution, have a goddamn plan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do this shit all the time with me. I want something. I know you want something. So let's figure it out to make each other happy. And like you said, my husband and I, I'm not going to lie. When that time when it, it was a big talk about how marriage is a business, I used to get upset with that. Like, my marriage ain't no business. I love my husband. He was my first love. And he like, da, da, da. Girl, please. Now I walk the fuck up. Even though, like why I be telling people, I might be having a sassy smile at that time, but it will resonate with me later on. So this is why it's so important for me to talk to people that's different than myself so I can learn, you know what I'm saying, what, and take in what I need to know. And best for sure, my, my marriage is a business. You know what I'm saying? Because I got shit that needs to be done. And you want to invest, and I'm going to invest. You know what I'm saying? And we're going we're gonna to make th- things happen. So, but yeah, I, I definitely get it now. And and that's the thing. That's the thing about it. Everybody needs to bring something to the table. And it don't, it doesn't, like for me, I'm in love with my husband. You know, um, due to the things that he's been through, trauma and stuff, he's on a... um limited income, you know, his income is structured, it's set. So, 
but that, I didn't choose my husband because of his income. I chose my husband the way the way he makes me, the way he thinks, and keep me on point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the even exchange because see, I'm wild and chaotic, girl. I got bad anxiety and shit to get out of here, and he he grab me by my shoulder and say, "Get a grip on yourself." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Girl. <laughs> you know. We need that balance though, because Nick, like I'm the crazy one, I'm the one top line, but Nick is the cool, calm, and collected one. He's the one that don't stress and all that. So we need that. Like I'm glad that I don't have, I have someone that's not like me, because yeah. then I'll be a damn mess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need that. And I like yeah. the exchange with me and my husband is that when I have a problem. Or, you know, when I'm talking to him, I like that he listens. You know, I, through my life, I didn't have a lot of people that listen to me because of my strong stance. I come out very intimidating because I speak so passionately. But he don't take offense to it. And I believe that's because he's more interested in me than what than what or how I'm saying it. He wants to understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. So for the trade-off for me is that, you know, I get a husband that listens to me and acknowledges what I'm going through. And not only that, he gives me good counsel in return. You know, yeah, that's good. And not only that, with his limited and structured income, he does make sure that we have the things that we need around here, whether we're together or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? yeah, that's good. So with that, I don't mind, you know, working a little bit extra harder to have the things that we need because when it comes time to relax, Big Mama gonna relax. He gonna go in there. He gonna and I don't have to say anything. All I gotta do is come in there and get in the bed. Once he realized that I ain't my regular self. He get up and straight get to it. And that's the trade-off. You know what I'm saying? And then we don't have that broken sex. You know what I'm saying? That part where it's like, oh, you don't help me. You know, get somebody that's interested in you for real. Yeah. When you start wanting to build things. and But you got to be honest. Like, a lot of these men don't even know what they want to build, you know, when they come into this, which... Which I think a lot of men just bring that broken sex shit to the table. Well, I ain't being funny and I'm not, I don't, I hate being biased. And I know <laughs> I'm going to shoot myself. And, you know, after, after, you know, when I listen to this later, I'm going to shoot myself for saying that. But I do think that a lot of men bring the broken stuff to the table because most times, and what I know with women, we're open and we express what we want because I hear it a lot when we talk, engage on Facebook, social media, or even just with our homegirls. It's like, you know, we talked about it, we agreed to it, and then he just changed up and switched up on me. You know, that that's coming from a broken place where he don't feel like he can build with you or invest in you. And that's not nothing, nothing to do with you because you was in there. You was doing it. You let him bring his broke ass to your house with nothing but a hefty bag full of clothes. You helped him out. You know, but once he started looking good, smelling good, he changed up on you. We all done been there. Everybody in yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm married and I still go to, I, that's why I be trying to tell people just because I'm married without, whoa, what the hell? I'm still dealing with the same shit. I got to a man that's a man, and he has the thoughts of a man and actions of a man. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing that same shit. Lord. So, yeah, that's crazy, the- we have a we have made a plan. My 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 husband slash fiance slash husband, he's decided that he's gonna try to get himself together so where he feels comfortable enough to come home and really address what we're going through by January. So what we have decided to do is have separate bedrooms for right now. Okay, and I'm all I'm happy for y'all. You know, um, um I'm glad that all is well. You know, yeah, you know and y'all take, out. You that's but that's the thing. It takes work. It takes work. 
take a lot. People don't want to take in their work. You know, it's so easy to just give up and go find somebody else to know, smash them up real quick, go real fast. But we're we're not building. Look at the stuff that we're creating from broken sex. We create all these all this child support that's requiring us to work a whole lot more and be available yeah. a whole lot less. Mm-hmm. So we're creating these broken lives that we live in by just not wanting to put in the work. Have one argument, we broke up, it's over. Fuck you, bitch. I can't stand your motherfucking ass. I ain't never like you. And be lying from the inside. No, you want to go home. Yeah. No, you want to pick up the phone and go home. No, you want to pick up the phone and go home and try to make shit right, but stubborn because you don't want to have to change yourself because sometimes it requires change. When we get with each other, that's the part of broken sex. You bringing in something broken. You need to be pasted, baby. You need some Elmer's glue. You need some wood glue. You need some super glue. You need a couple of nails, some screws. <laughs> and, and, right and you know what what's funny is that I, I mean ugh, I don't know how to go by saying this but I'm gonna just say it whatever so you know how they be like okay love yourself first before getting in a relationship that's not a such thing you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm just being real like yes of course you may love yourself and know yourself but you still got work with yourself rather from your childhood and you still need someone that's gonna be down there with you um, while you working on self to master yourself like my situation with my husband, like I was broken, I was hurt, and I just had a bad mouth and heart. I was just just a bad person, but he stuck with me as I mastered myself to where I'm at right now, and I'm glad he didn't leave me alone because I loved him. I really want to be with him. I just didn't have no self control. So people just want to be in a relationship that that person already got their shit together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People still fighting and healing. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is. Do we ever really have all our shit together though? No, hell no, no. Because I know I be unpacking a bag of shit every day. <laughs> soon, as, soon as you think you didn't unpack the baggage, you know how when you in the airport and the bag come on, come on back around. Soon as you think you didn't clear it off, <laughs> clear it off, here come another bag popping up out that goddamn hook. God damn it! I thought I got rid of your ass a long time ago. So are we all, are we, because just personal. Yesterday was hard for me for whatever reason. I don't know why it was hard. My husband called me. Now we arguing with each other. Why? I don't know. I woke up in a bad fucking mood, okay? And I couldn't even pinpoint why I just felt empty and worthless yesterday. And I'm crying and my all my sister hit me up trying to console me. You hit me up with the that brightened my day when you hit me up with the podcast. And you know, sometimes it's just a thing. And when I got down to it at the end of the day, I felt insufficient because I'm over here and I'm unemployed in the corporate world, but I'm be, I'm working on being an entrepreneur and I'm getting my project started, but I'm not receiving any pay. So, you know, if I'm not receiving any pay, bills is coming in and overwhelming me and I'm beginning to feel worthless. Why? Because I'm working, but I'm not getting any input. You know what I'm saying? I'm not yeah. yet, but I'm working and I'm putting my all in everything. So when I got down to it, I realized what it was through my work. When you send me the reminder about the podcast and the advertisement and things, it gave me some worth because now I feel like I received a little payout. I feel like all the work that I've been putting in is showing me some results because look, an opportunity. Yeah. You know, so, but that's what I mean. Are we all, are we ever, and then even to dig even deeper in that, that's a broke sex thing. I was having broke sex with myself yesterday. My energy was all off with me. 
You know what I'm saying? I was just all out of place with me. And then that spread out when my husband called and I'm like, hello. He's like, well, damn, what's wrong with you? I'm like, well, shit, I'm having a bad day. And he was like, well, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Treat me a little nicer. I'm like, I'm not obligated to treat you like nothing. And look how you do. You know, it just went on and on and on. And then we argued and, you know, then the sister of mine. And it just goes on and on and on when we had that bad energy. And that's what really just the broken sex stems from is not really just being able to express ourselves, but I think broken, I think broke sex, if we allow it, it can be more of a healer than it is a hormone if we allow it. Yeah, yep, you're right. It comes through being vocal and communicating and saying, hey, you know what? The way we're going about this is affecting me, it's hurting me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I told my husband. I said, you know, it's not about. I know, I know I'm good with you. I know I'm sacred with you no matter what you do, whether it's dealing with other women or getting yourself together so that we can come back and be a family. The part that's hurting me is all this limited-ass access. You're my friend, and I've never had to be um, sheltered with you. I've never had to be limited with you. So, Or you've never ignored my phone calls. You know, We've always talked. So with what we're going through now, this hurts me. So once I told him that, he changed up, you know, he may not always answer my calls, but every text he replies to, you know what I'm saying? And I can see where he's working to try to create a balance. And that's what I do appreciate my, about my relationship because we both could just give up. We have been through some crazy stuff in the yeah. six months that we've been involved with one another. And this is somebody I grew up with in my childhood on and off most of my life. Adulthood, we didn't start to deepen our relationship. So it's, um, that broke sex, you know, it's a sticky topic, but just, you know, people don't like that word broke. And I think that's what offends people. You know, you say broke sex and then they all of a sudden get offended and they try to understand it. But really I think of it as a healer because you bring those broken pieces, you know, I, I tell the truth. I done laid down with some, uh, some broke brothers. And after we done did, I do the real deal come out and they be like, you so real. I can't even lie to you. You know, a nigga out here doing that. I just, I just want somebody cool. that could just help a nigga out. Teach me how to find a job. I'll be like, wait a minute. You throwing things on a little heavy. I just signed up for this. <laughs> but you know, I know, I know it's because of my rawness and my pureness yeah. that they can't do the scheme because at that point you know i didn't been good to them all night being raw being real and i didn't gave you some good sex and in the back of your mind you like this a good ass girl yeah, all right. I can't just do it like this. For real, I make a brother want to pay a bill, sis. I make a brother want to pay a bill. A brother come around me broke, baby. He gonna have a change of perception real quick because he sees what I'm working with. But then you know, a lot of times they be faking and they just can't keep up with me and that goes back to that you know, not feeling like a man once I be holding it down so good and holding them down. But I tell them, you know, you just have to be willing to work to get to that level. It's okay for me to take care of you so you can take care of me. I ain't bitching about it. Why you tripping? And I think that's where a lot of that attitude and miscommunication come from in relationships where men just simply can't stand the fact is helping them move them to a position to another level. They feel small, I won't say emasculated, they just feel kind of miniature under her because, you know, I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm the man. But and why? That See, that's what I don't like. Like, why? Damn, like, I don't know why people... But, I, but I try to explain to them, I say, well, baby, 
you know, this, you know, whether it's the beginning, the middle, six months, eight months, well, baby, what happens if we have been together 15 years and you fell on hard times in your job and you lost it and things just fell down? Would you just leave me because you feel small and I'm holding it down? Like what, you know, there's no difference between that 15 year fall off and you being right where you are today. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. So listen to this though. When, when Nick and I first got married, cause you know, the first two years of marriage is hard as hell. So when Nick and I got married, we got, we got to an apartment, all bills paid or whatever. And, um, he lost his job. He didn't have nothing. So I worked, I held everything down. I paid all the bills, had the gas in the car. He had his hair cut and everything, but he was trying, he was trying to get a job. It's not his fault that he wasn't getting hired. He was actually filling out the applications. He was going to the interviews. You know what I'm saying? But he did all he could, but I still held him down. Just like when I was pregnant or when I didn't have a job, he held it down. So it's supposed to be something that you're supposed to have each other back. I, you shouldn't shouldn't have to feel less. I don't want men to feel, or my men to feel like he's less if I have to hold things down for him temporarily. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why they feel like women cannot hold their position and have their back, you know, like, I don't know if it's a society thing that has put it into the men head that they are the provider, you know, they should do everything and do this and that, but I am, my, I can't speak for anybody else, but I am my husband's help me, and we are, have a very strong connection. I cannot allow him to do everything on his own. I have to help in some way to keep peace within his mind and what he's doing. That's just me, because if he feels a certain way, I'm going to feel a certain way. So I try to balance it out, you know, in my household. So, yeah, but it's crazy. Like, yeah, you know, and see, that that just goes back to that broken part. It's something in them that's saying that she shouldn't do this. She shouldn't be doing this. But then again, it could be just a deep love thing. Like, oh, my God, I'm working my my partner. Look, you know, she's she doing everything. And I, I, you know, a worth thing, you know. And, and it's, important, it's important for them to be able to heal those spaces, too, and have a safe space to talk to somebody. Um. And I think that's where um, elders come in and, 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 you know, they need to, uh, the elders should have a safe place for men and women to come to where they can tell the truth. But a lot of times, you know, our elders are built up and kind of bitter and broken, even still, you know, <laughs> haven't healed themselves. So when we go in and, you know, you get a man that goes to another man and try to talk to him, they so built up and being bitter, you know, yeah. that they don't, they can't even advise well, you know, just... <laughs> The cycle is vicious, honey. You know I was holding that last thing. You know, you know, he get to go over there and talk to his uncle Elroy. Elroy be like, well, you know what? You can't never satisfy a bitch anyway. So might as well. Because yeah. that's, that's, cause, cause women is why I drink now. That's why I can't shake the bitch. You call your mom or, or your aunt and you say, you know, he, it's really getting hard. It's been eight months since he's had a steady job. You know, the temps are working out every so-and-so. And mama be like, well, you know, niggas ain't shit anyway. And you be like, wait a minute. My husband don't even fit in that box that you're trying to throw him in. <laughs> like, where'd that come from? I thought I... You know, be patient with them. It's a hard yeah. time in society right now. They just jump straight off the deep end. Well, you know, niggas ain't shit anyway. I was with your motherfucking uncle 20 years, and that nigga just, blah, blah. well, wait a minute. That ain't my story. Yeah, you I, know. I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real girl. 
Yeah. You can't. All these different. You see how we name picking up all these different things of the broken sex, like that shit stemmed from a place. Yeah. Like, like yesterday, I couldn't call my mom because I know she's not on the level that I'm on. So I really had to depend on my sister's circle of where we're at now with this healing. And it's crazy because where we're at in society, where part of us are healing and doing what we're doing and being open and embracing ourselves and telling our stories and creating from this dark space, we still have the the people on the other end of the broken. Because, see, we still broke. We just in a healing place of broke. Because we always healing. Every day is a healing process. And I like to say that because <laughs> on the outside of our skin, if we pay attention to nature, you always crusting up, getting ashy. Well, you what you think that yeah, is? Yeah. skin falling off and you get new skin every day you get new heart every day that's why i shed you know so yeah. if we take that into account you're always breaking and healing you always going through something yeah. having to recover from it even if it's something as simple as going to quick trip and trying to get a frappuccino from the uh, station in the in the back in the fresh food section and they say the uh frap machine down now you disappointed you got to heal from that real quick well i guess i just roll on over to starbucks because i really do want to frap this morning you be yeah. disappointed. And that's, you know, we can't keep creating from that broken place. At a certain place, we have to heal. So where I know is my mama wouldn't have had any good energy for me. I call my sister who's putting in the work. She say, you know, V, it seemed like it's bad now, but everything working for your greatest good. All of this is broke sex. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't like when, you know, when you pick up the phone and call your girlfriend, she having a bad time. You don't like to hear that. But if you're in a place where you can pick it up, you pick it up and say, well, shit, I'm feeling good, sis. You know, we just have to remember that our energy is valuable. You know, you start dropping your greatest gems to her. So that you, yeah. and, but, but what we don't realize is that even when we dropping it out to balance it out, we picking up them heavy pieces off of her. Because when you mm. up that phone, what you think about? Damn, my sister, that's really some tough she going through. Yeah. And you say, well, I gave her the best that I could. I hope she feel better. I'll check on her a little later. Yeah. It didn't take nothing from you because you came from a full place, even though it affected you. And when you hung up, you had to go do some healing. You probably went wash your face, take a shower, cook yourself a sandwich, because now you have to replenish what you didn't gave out. It's constant. It's constant. It's constant. It's constant. People don't even realize how broken date nights are. You have a date yeah. night because you need that. And date nights, after you give off that energy for that date night, engulfing in your partner, putting energy into y'all's relationship, the next day you really, you find you don't even want to be bothered. Like, you know, you may text in the morning and say, hey, baby, we had such a good night that last night. We should do that more often. But after y'all done filled each other up, you really don't want to have shit to do with each other. He, gonna be, hey, he need three days on the game after date night. <laughs> he need three nights on the game. And now you in a place where, okay, I'm going to, uh, baby, look, can I get some babysitting money? Because me and the girls want to go out for the weekend. You know, these are the effects of positive broke sex. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I think anytime, I'm going to say, I think anytime you engage in this sex, that you're coming from a space that you're needing. Personally. Yeah. Like when I think back from it, you don't just get horny out of nowhere. You get horny out of a place of wanting, of desire, you know what I'm saying? Like things that make me want to have sex is accomplishing things or being sad about something or um, feeling good about myself or my partner or 
um, having bad days, all of those things, those are things that make me want to gravitate towards another person and have an exchange of energy. So when we think about how our sex operates, it's always coming more than just from a place of give me some ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I understand. That's why it kills me when people say, when I'm broke, that's the least thing I'm thinking about is sex. Hell, let me tell you something. When I'm broke, I'll be thinking about selling sex, so I'm not sure where you... <laughs> yeah. You know, don't be saying stuff to make yourself sound good, baby, because when I'm broke, any brother that get in my inbox, I'll be like, shit, paypalme.com. And... <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm like, for you, and I, I had put that post on my Facebook. I said, "Do not come to my inbox unless you buy one of the books, or unless you put something to cash out. Don't talk to me, because I know people like that's gold digging. But no, like even for me, like on Facebook, I have Facebook friends that have services. All, uh-huh. the, time, all the time, I can't afford their services, the price or whatever. But if I want to ask them a question. And I may have an extra 5 or $10. I say, hey, I want to ask you a question. And I know how you value your time. And I do value and respect your business. Can I pay you $10 for 10 minutes of your time? You have to have something of value there, whatever it may be. Or say you're an artist and you want a piece of something. You want a product from somebody else. Offer something. If you don't have cash like that, people don't. People think so small. You know what I'm saying? Like They do. When, when me and my, when me and my and and it- girl, my lights were off. And he ain't have no food at his house. Now, what good could we do for each other if I ain't have no food? If I didn't have no food and he didn't have no electricity, we might as well stay with him. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So we met. We found love in a hopeless place, right? Because you are hungry and I'm in the dark. Well, we got a good exchange. And what's funny is nothing even came between us on that night. That night, we just had a good-ass time. We just had a good-ass time. (laughs) We just laughed and giggled and talked. It wasn't any libations or smokes or nothing. It was all genuine, be yourself, tickle me fun. Like, we just had fun. You know what I'm saying? I was able to buy some food. He took me out the dark shit. We happy. It's the happiest time of our life. I didn't care your stomach Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, okay, because I remember Nick and I, we were young in our first apartment. I'd be damn, I wasn't going back home. So Nick and I we had to make we had to make a decision. We had to keep the lights on or have well we had to okay, we had to either keep the lights on or no or don't have no food. So well, we chose to eat out, but we was in the dark for three months, girl. Nobody knew because we worked at night. We both worked at the same time. We worked at night, so we're like, "Shit, we don't need no damn lights," because we we gone anyway. And then daytime, it's daytime, you know. Yeah, Nick and I, we and then we we sacrificed taking baths and cold water. We did what we had to do when we were young, but we were young, and that was like the most happiest time, like for real, for some odd reason. Like we had so much fun, even though we're through our young uh, t- our, our, our years as been adults, we have also struggled. You know what I'm saying? And, but we find our way out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it, it just, it's interesting. And I, but, and um, I think just broke sex come from lack of creating them contracts. Speaking up for yourself. Yeah. I mean, when, um, let's, can we talk about it on the man's side? Men will come to your house on E and not ask for no gas money. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and then you be asking them, you know, you'll hear get there, right? And you'll say, Well, you driving. 
I want to get a little drink for us to drink on. And he too bashful to say he ain't got no gas. He started making up shit when my car ain't running right. Oh, you just drove 20 miles to come see me. Your car ain't running right. You know, just just little things where, where we don't want to feel bad. Man, we know everybody out here struggling, G. Okay. Like, that's what, yeah. That's what I said. Okay. Why? But why do they just say what you need and I got you? Yeah. Like, you know, say shit, baby. I rolled down here on a quarter of a tank. You know what I'm saying? I'm right in between a quarter and E. And I could say, well, shit, baby, I'll put five in your tank. Let's just go ahead and do what we're going to do so we can have a good night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, or, or just saying what it is. I think, hey, like, when I met my when I met my husband, I see, he, and we started thinking that we was going to get serious. And he was like, well, what exactly are you trying to do? I say, I want a life partner, I want a friend. Um, I'm building on myself, so I just want somebody that's ready to invest and build a good life, nigga. I'm trying to, all I'm trying to do, smoke weed, build, homeschool my children, and create the best life for myself. Um, since then, we have, like you said, you know, like you said back when y'all first met, those hard times were the best time. We have been simplifying our lives. We sold our flat screen TVs, um, so we could just focus more on each other. We find that we have a better time and we argue less when we spend time with each other, when it's just us, even if we just sitting in the quiet, you know, with the TV and the background noise on, it's all, always offering a stimulus. And sometimes you're not even interested in it. It grabs you. Shit you don't even think about. So we just start um, paying attention to ourselves more. And I'm learning that too. The less outside influence you have and the more simple yep. life can be. Like we have TVs in our home. We do. But nobody has a TV in their bedroom anymore. Okay. Which allows us to be closer as a family. I didn't even realize how withdrawn my family was. You know, all my kids would be in that room watching TV. Hell, we were barely seeing each other. <laughs> and girl, that TV would take you to escape. Like, you, it would take you to a different realm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you all in the same household and don't even... Don't even engage. Together. You don't even know each other. You don't even know each other. So it makes it hard when coming together because now you don't know each other and you got to deal with each other's personalities that you don't even know. Yeah. So, you know, just... Mm -hmm. But, you know, but this is what broken sex will create. It will create all these different underlying circumstances. That's why I say we have to start looking deeper than what it is. Broken sex, broke sex is an opportunity to create a foundation. If it's broke, it can be, it needs to be fixed. It has to be repaired. Exactly. It, it, it can be fixed. Anything that's broken, like you said, it can be repaired. It can be fixed. But the thing is, do you want it? Do you want it to be repaired? Do you want to fix what's broken? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I tell people too, stop getting into situations and relationships with people that don't want it. Like, I want my marriage. I want my husband. He's my best friend. So I'm going to do whatever it needs to be done to work on it. You know what I'm saying? And to fix it. So <clears throat> that's all I'm saying. Everything that's broken can be fixed. And I think that could be become I'm, I'm being real selfish in my relationship and and I, I kind of feel bad because I've been thinking about it all day since we haven't been talking. And Cause I broke it up yesterday. I'm just like, you know, I can't do this with you. You want to be separated. I feel like we can work on our problems together. And and I, I do realize I'm coming from a selfish place that I just want him here. And he like, I just need you to trust me. We're going to be a family again, but I got to get me together. I just don't feel right with the things that I've done to you, the way I've hurt you. And I just need to get my mind all the way together. And although I'm respecting that, my, my personal, my personal pain, 
I have to put in consideration first. And like I told him, I respect all of that. And you have to respect the fact that you're asking me to be with you without being with you. And yeah, the part that is with you is the free part that you're restricting. I'm not used to you treating me different, but want me to remain in the same position. I say, so the best thing that I can offer is to say that I'm not left your side. I'm not, I'm not going from your side, but for you to do what you need to do and for me to stay focused and be non-emotional and to help myself. Um, I think, I think that I need to say mentally, I need to break away from being your wife and your woman the same way you are here living your best life or whatever it is you do. I ain't gonna say you living your best life. Cause you may really be suffering. You know what I'm saying? But while you're away from me, I'd like to be mentally away from you. That's not saying I'm going to be dating or seeing somebody else. It's saying that I'm putting myself in a position where feeling like broken up protects my peace. And he couldn't do anything but agree to that contract. I'm not saying that I ain't answering the phone that we broke up and we just going our separate ways. I'm having your baby. Of course I want my family. I told him I'm tired of doing the baby daddy thing. I got three baby daddies and four children. Your baby on the way that makes you baby daddy number four and this child number five. Do I want to do this again? No. Do I want to meet somebody else? Hell no. Nah. I know there. Yeah. just me being honest with myself I'm weird there's nobody else that I'm going to meet that I connect with I've been here 32 years we talking half of a living lifespan in 2018 when mm-hmm. I have I cherish it so with understanding what you're going through I want you to be free this frees you to not have to worry about my well-being when you don't feel like talking or don't feel like calling you don't have to and if everything is meant to be and if what you real and true and what I feel you saying is real and true I believe you we'll come back but maybe it's meant for me to go off so that I'll be free and non-distracted to work on my businesses full time because I ain't worked on nothing since we've been together I'm being honest totally distracted totally took from myself but putting into my relationship and being with him knowing we've been together every single day it's the same thing he been working on that girl we just been being together working like regular work jobs and not building anything, having broke sex, making babies and fucking shit up. Well, here's an opportunity for you to get yourself together and heal because now you know what you want. You really know what you want. So now you can go fix yourself. I can go fix myself and we can come back and we can have repair sex. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm from that selfish place. I ain't going to give me what I want. You know what I'm saying? You know, if he come home now and give me what I want, he ain't going to be happy with me, Quetta. Repeat a cycle of broken sex. It's going to be some more trauma. It's going to be more arguing because he have not completed what he feels like he needs to complete. So I told him, you know, you and I told him you operating from a selfish place wanting to keep me. Let's not do this. You know what I'm saying? You still got me, boo. You tied to me for the rest of your life. We got life together, baby. Until me and you leave this earth for our child, we stuck. We always going to be communicating because I'm an overbearing mom. I'm going to be a mom when my kids are 64. I'm going to be calling your daddy telling on you. The boy, yeah. boy, boy <laughs> with his old ass won't take his medicine. For real. I'm going to be 80. Telling your daddy on you about your pills. You know, he just keep ending up in the hospital because he won't take them damn high blood pressure pills. I'm tired of you, son. That's me. That's mm-hmm. I am. I'm in your shit. All in your business. Okay. So, you, know, you know, just the whole broken sex thing, 
if we could just be open and honest and pure about our intentions and what we want, even if it's just to say, I just, I just want to screw you and be done. I've had that. Okay. Why did they just say that? And I think if they said it like that, the, the woman's going to be like, hell no, nah, because she have a different agenda. You know what I'm saying? So Listen, you need I have to been there somebody that I nothing but that. But nine times out of ten, we know that. And that's why men play games. Because nine times out of ten, most women are going to be like, oh, he just want to play with my body. But then you got some women that... But then another time, too, when you say that, it's a lot of us out here, I know this, that say, okay, well, if you're going to do that, we'll say, well, my car note due on the 14th. You know, you got half on that. What you going to put on that? And men don't be wanting that. They just be wanting to come smash and dash for free. So that's what really yeah. makes a lot of times we don't a lot of us really don't be minding you know that you want to just have sex with us a lot of us are comfortable and knowing that we sexy and attractive and we know there's a lot of men that just want to lay with us but well how much are you willing to pay to lay everything okay. happens, right? <laughs> you, if you if you're going to approach me like you see a product you want off the shelf expect to pay yeah. a price exactly <laughs> and that's exactly what the hell they do they see what the hell they like they want it, and you got to pay a price for it, baby. It's like, shit, you like that ride, huh? You got to pay for that ride. Okay, you, you need two tickets to ride. You need two tickets to ride. Now, how do you acquire them tickets? You buy them. <laughs> it ain't no getting away. It's no getting around. It's no getting around the fee. Okay. You know. So, uh, and then, okay, you remember when Cardi B was like that song? Uh, damn, I forgot the name of the song when. The dude say, fuck with me, get some money. And then Carter B say, fuck with him and get some money. You know that song? Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. And a lot of people was getting upset because she was like, she fucking him for some money. I didn't see what the big deal is because I'm married and I'm still doing the same shit to my husband. Like, nigga, you want this? What you got for me? I put this on everything. I don't care. What do you want? You want something? I want something too. And okay. we can do this. I be putting down, like, the, what con- is the, big- I be putting down the contract. Let me tell you, girl, I one day I have, I love my, my most favorite and most self-love thing in the world. I love going to get acrylic nails. That's my thing. And like nothing in the world makes me feel better than having me a set of false nails. I don't know why it's something that I started very young. I think I was 12 the first time I got my first set and I just fallen in love with getting acrylic nails. Well, I hadn't had my nails done in a while and I was working on my website that I'm building and my fiance came in and he was riled up, girl. He was ready. And I ain't gonna lie, I was feeling some type of way. You know, when you working hard, your sexual energy, you 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 you're an entrepreneur credit, so I know you know what I'm talking about. That energy is always right there. Cause when you working hard, boy, you be sweating your glasses, you know, so you already kind of hot because you within yourself creating from your yeah. so when your man come in being all extra passionate and touchy-feely, you already kind of there. But at the end of the day, you want me. I, hey, uh, baby, I just really need my nails done. So you gonna give me a thirty dollars? I need this okay, right. before you take off my shirt. Put the money on the dresser. Hey, yeah, you gotta agree to that shit, nigga. Like, what? Let me see it first, cause you ain't about to get nothing. You know, and he was like, he pulled, he went in his pocket right then and there, threw the money on my keyboard, and was like, yeah. Now, can you stop working right now? Okay. <laughs> All right, you drop the deposit. I can get up, cowboy. Yeah, yeah shit. You know, I ain't lying. Because look, 
He coming in broken and horny for whatever reason it is. Got him feeling some type of way. But what you're not going to do is stop me from working on what I'm working on that's going to potentially make us some decent money. May not be making it now, but I, it's coming from a money placed inside of me, so I need these nails done. Okay, right. I got you. That's that's right. And 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 it could be fun playing the game. Like, people don't know. They can be fun. Y'all want to play horrible games that's got people out here in turmoil. Let's play a good game. Let's play Monopoly. This is all this is. It's Monopoly. Yeah. This is one of many. That's all we playing. We all poly around this joint. When we think about it, because nobody is really, unless you know, know for certain that you're in a committed relationship, for the most part, let's just put it on single people. Y'all just screwing around this ring around the rosy. So start playing Monopoly. Okay, brother, how many houses you want to put on my property since you want to slide through? Okay. <laughs> and people love talking about they single, but you ain't got shit to show for it. Because ain't no damn way. You know, and like I told, like I told my partner, I say, you know, I don't scale myself low. You know, we got a lot of people out here fucking for red lobster meals. Baby, no, 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 no. Don't go buy me no red lobster. Because a lot of people just want to be saying, you take that $40 and you go to the goddamn grocery store, put some groceries in my house. Okay. Set me for the week, goddamn it. Okay. Not for that moment, for a week, they, they go hold us down, hold me down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then that's why I think that um people get confused where you know, I don't want no relationship, but she want red lobster. Well, would it be different if she asked you for groceries? Because <laughs> you know, I got questions, honey. I got questions. You know, if you don't want to take her on a date to red lobster. Well, would you buy her groceries? You know, she, you know, we in the process where a lot of us are detoxing and going vegan. You know, the bills are getting expensive. You know, we need kale. <laughs> you know, and, and, and my thing is, what is it that make uh, people think that they don't have to pay for what they want? Now, that's just a general thing in life. Like, you know, if you're selling something, I notice a lot of people that uh, things on Facebook, on social media, people that do hair or sell products, people are always questioning their price. People are never want what what the total bill is. Or even in um, even when you go to the grocery store, people be like, why is dishwashing liquid so high? <laughs> Well, you buy paper plates and then you don't have to worry about washing dishes. Right. That's why there's an option to get paper plates, paper clubs, paper cups, plastic spoons. I, 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 the, 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 the basis at the general bottom line of broke sex is just the lack of wanting to be vulnerable and say what you want. Like, baby, I'm, I'm broke and homeless. I need somewhere to sleep. But what can I do for you? You need some dick? Um, you need some coochie? Hey, let's stop acting like things. I know some people that have had good relationships out of being real. I've had I've had partners that, hey, she want to stay with dude, and his thing was, hey, I like you and I think you're sexy. Although I'm not looking for a relationship, I want to have sex with you. And she was like, well, that's cool, but I don't like being in this shelter. You know what I'm saying? So if we gonna, I'm working right now with you know Arby's um, full time, and you know. In three months, I'll be able to give me a place. So if I come stay there for three months, yeah, we can have sex every day. And you hella cool. And we from that relationship, those two ended up staying together forever and getting married. But it started off with a contract of them knowing exactly what the fuck they wanted. 
Exactly. Yes. And they did. They stayed together. They stayed together for three years under that same contract. And she mm. up and she was saving money. And what ended up happening was that he liked her grind. He liked the fact that she was who she was. She wasn't really trying to hoe around or nothing. She went to work and came home. She went to work. She came home. She stacked her money in the bank. She bought very, you know, he was like, she just took her herself. She was, uh, you know, cautious in the way she spent her money and the way she bought things because she know she had things to do. So when she was talking about moving and stuff, he renegotiated the contract because he was like, I wanted her to stay. I wanted her I liked watching the way she moved and the way she worked and I was learning from her. You know, like when we sit down and we have this how me and my friends congregate we together and do bonfires and we have deep talks and we get to crying and you know we do things like that. But, you know, he was, you know, we all was kind of curious on how it came together because we all knew what it was. It ain't no secrets in our friend circles. So, you know, it was just kind of like, he was like, I just thought the I had never seen anyone like her. She was so honest. He was like, her phone never really rang. She didn't have a lot of male friends. He was like, she saw maybe one or two other brothers while we was doing what we did. But she was so steadfast in what she wanted. Like, if a nigga wasn't coming through finna bring her that Olive Garden that she wanted, he could stay where the hell she had and she went in there and made her something to eat. You know, he was like, and I liked that about her because that was honorable. Even the way she came to me when we were in the beginning and I wanted to have sex with her and I told her that I found her attractive and I just wanted her to come to the house and, you know, we just do what she do. And she was like, well, I just ain't finna do that for one night because I'm living in the shelter and I just can't be up in no shelter coming over there for one night with you in comfort. Then I got to come back to a, sh- a shithole. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> what, what seemed to be a broken sex situation, they actually healed each other. And they have the most beautiful friendship relationship ever. You know what I'm saying? Out of it's free, it's open. He has female friends. She has male friends. And, you know, they've had infidelity and everything. But because of the bond, because of the trust that was created out of the honesty that was given in the beginning, you know, yeah, "Yeah, baby, you caught me cheating. It don't really mean nothing, you know, or yeah, "Yeah, I really like her. Give me some space. Like they've been through it all. But that foundation of truth is what keep it going. So I, I firmly believe that the unknown part is what keeps the cycles of the broken and broke sex going. Yeah. You know, when you start and then you get afraid because you don't want to lose that person. If you come and say, hey, I don't really like the way you treat me inside this contract time to negotiate, but you like them, but you don't want to lose them. You know, we have to get rid of that thought. Rid of that thought of something. You know, it's, it's a million men in this world. You're not losing, you're gaining. Anytime, and that's how I feel. Anytime I lose, I didn't really lose because it's something out there that's going to be better to put in that place. That's true. You know, so at the end of it, it, it's a mindset, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we could go on and on and on about the sequences of where, you know, just thinking about where it stemmed from and watching how our parents had, some of us had parents that had dysfunctional relationships. And when you think back on it now that we adults, They'll come right out of sex arguing. Now, how you just go in there and get all your rocks off and not everything is shot to hell? 
Okay. You know, you know, you know, we just seen it. Mom and dad and been in their room all day while we playing with our dolls. And, you know, they didn't been back there screwing and doing everything. And now they argue. He come out the room slamming, putting on his shirt, pulling up his pants. Oh, that's what that was. You know, you don't remember it until you in your 30s and 40s doing the same shit. <laughs> and you look at that, that's some broke sex shit. Because that came from a motherfucker trying to negotiate something after you done gave it up. Man, that, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that don't work like that, baby. You want to have sex and then say, baby, you going to take out that trash, girl? He want a sandwich and go to sleep. You should have got the trash <laughs> out before you oh, pop it and drop it. Sus, that happened to me one day. <laughs> I was like, to Nick, I was like, I, we ended up doing it or something and then got, gave him all my energy, girl, time. And I just asked him to do something when he wake up in a, you know, do something. And I'm like, dang, I forgot to ha- have you to do this. But before you go to work, can you do this? Why this motherfucker did not take all that trash out? And I had, and it was raining, cold, looking ugly, mad. And I'm like, you know what? Never again. I ain't giving you shit unless I know that you doing it right when I ask you to. And then you're going to get it. Girl, I was so mad. I, like, I was furious that day or whatever. But it's just funny when you mention that. It's like, you keep mentioning it, saying that. Get, get what you want, then you give it, you know? Because if they're not, if they're not gonna give you what you want, that's and that's another way I got my my husband. He when we met, girl, my phone was popping. I was living my best whole life, and that's what made him want to snatch me up because you know my lights was off and niggas was calling me, but I was placing demands. And girl, the way he was looking at me, because we weren't sexually active, but the way he was looking at me, the way I was handling these men, he was like, "And you dead ass serious." <laughs> He was like, yeah, he was like, yeah I like you. Yeah. Well, I wasn't playing. You know, like, you calling me, talking about some what's up, and you want to hang. I'm like, well, look, my lights is off, and I need to go down here to this resource place. They're going to help me pay my bill. So that's all good if you want to kick it with me today or whatever. This ain't going to tell me, holler at me when you're done doing what you do. What the fuck am I hollering at you when I'm done doing what I do for? I'm going right back here and chill with the nigga that's holding me down. Because he, okay. he can't take me. But what he is doing allow me to have a space where I have electricity or charger for my phone so I can make these phone calls. Right. So, no, I'm not going to call you. What we're going to do is, since I'm right here with a nigga that's rocking with me, me and him going to hop on the bus because he didn't have to go with me. You know, he didn't even have to go with me. He was like, shit, I'm going to ride with you. He had his bus pass. I had mine. We hopped on the bus and he just rolled with me. You see what I'm talking about? That exchange. So when he came down to time for him want some sex for me, look at what all he have given to me. He gave me yeah. That was a hard time. Nobody knows how a person feel when you going through your, your bills and shit being off. That's a hard, it, that affects a person when you feel like you can't be self-sustainable. Yeah. On my insides, I was crumbling. I got kids and my lights are off and we're displaced. We're out of our home. We're out of our place of comfort. So the fact that he was saying, well, I ain't going to let you ride this bus by yourself. I'm just going to go with you. He offered me companionship, girl. When he when he yeah. for me, I jumped out of my clothes. You know how Bruce Almighty was on that back, um, um, the uh, Jim Carrey was on uh, Bruce Almighty when him and Jennifer was getting ready to have sex, girl. He stripped off the yeah. clothes like that. <laughs> When he, got, when he came and offered me the dick dick, I stri- oh. <laughs> And then, and you know what? It feels so much better when you have an exchange. Like, sex just feels so much better. Like, did you know you get something from it? 
then that individual may begin something from it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it feels so much better. Like, Listen, this, this has been the most contractual relationship I have ever been in. And when I tell you the love making that stems from negotiated, complied contracts, it's so much better and fulfilled. I don't even know how I was getting off in my relationship. I don't feel like I've been treated fairly with these last four children I've had because how this this whole orgasmic sexual experience having understood contracts is such a deeper level of understanding. Yeah. Fuck understanding the next person or sex. Self-understanding. Knowing that through my magic, through my, me being honest, I can have totally relaxed free sex. You know what I'm saying? That kind of sex where you could be like, oh, my baby, I love you. You know, you can't express that with somebody that you ain't being honest with. You can't get deep nope. down nope. And, and be free and let them know how you really feeling. You know, you can't want to dance for you and let the partition play like Beyonce. Yeah. Somebody that you can just be free with and say, you know, you know, baby, I, I've been craving a woman lately. Can we get a girlfriend? I, I need a threesome. You know, you can't get into that with a person. You have not allowed yourself them to see you at your best and your worst and have to do things. You know, are you a married woman? Once again, we've done things strange for change. Yep. You know, because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And then sometimes, you know, in a relationship, there are freebies. There are freebies where you just come in and be like, husband, I need $10 for what? Because I want it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just because, just, and those are just love tests to see if I can get something for you without something sometimes. Exactly. You know because sometimes, like, sometimes, sometimes, you know, when you think about it, you know, put it on the economic scale. You have shares, you know what I'm saying? You have sales. You know, you have bonds, you have stocks, all that shit matters. When you ask your husband, you say, baby, I want to start a business. And I'm going to need such and such and such and such, but your credit 475 and his is 850. You need to borrow some of his credit. You know what I'm saying? And he, gonna, he need to be able to put down some, hey, you fucking with some, hey, 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 hey. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. he needs to know so now you got to be able to present him with a business plan you need to a financial plan because he needs to know how his credit going to be affected and what's in it for him how what how what part of the business is he going to be a part of how is he going to reap a benefit of it you know so you know being able to put that down knowing what you want out of life i think that's why a lot of us get stuck in power i know for me personally that's why i'm still down here because i didn't know what i want you know, I just thought, you know, that I would get this man and we would have babies. And, you know, I didn't think I had to speak on, you know, what, what, how to create a family or what kind of family I want. But then they doing them and I'm doing me and now I'm frustrated and I'm crying because I'm seeking attention. And, and I, it's too late. I should have been thinking about that well before I met you. So before I got in this relationship and we started manifesting on babies, that's why I'm upset with him now. I was sure and I voiced it and we both seemed like we were sure. And now you saying you unsure. Now you want to slow down. Now you want to take a break. I don't understand. Okay. I got a break for you. How about I just go over here and you go over there. And in doing that, I'm challenging him to find out what he really wants. Since when I tell you he called me, yes, because I texted to him because I didn't want to talk. I texted to him 
And baby, he called me and said, I know I love you. Just because things aren't working out right now don't mean that we're not going to be together. I got to figure me out. And I said, and figure yourself out. Nobody's saying that's wrong with you. And just because I'm saying that I'm deciding not to stay committed in this relationship, I want to be free like you free. You can't just be holding on to me. I said, I want to be free like you free. Exactly. So we agreed to disagree. So in a way, he's still kind of holding on to me, but I let that go. But you see, I force him to acknowledge what he really, really wants. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all of that is all of that is the exchange. So when you realize that you may have somebody like that brother that may keep calling you after you to turn them down because he ain't willing to give them up. Maybe it's a different type of challenge you need to put there, put put forth there. Mm-hmm. You know, we have you know we look all around and money ain't gonna solve this challenge, this problem that I have with my husband. Okay. And being, yeah. soft and being soft and staying ain't gonna solve. As long as I'm saying accepting where he's at, I've accepted where he's at for 40, 50 days now. Okay, I've pained enough. I've suffered with you enough. I've done this since the, the trauma. Okay, you know what? Ain't nobody giving a fuck about me. You ain't even been over here to see me face to face. We've video chatted and all that, but you have not physically checked on me. You're not treating me fairly. I'm out. Now it's, oh, I'm coming to see you next week and I'm going to spend the weekend and move. I bet it is. I bet it is. Because now you're losing. You're losing. And not only that, you're losing a, a full investment. You didn't gave me a baby. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm lined up in some of your credit adventures. We got names on things. So to lose is to lose part of you. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of those broken situationships, that's what we're going to call that one, where they just be messing around, but they have invested mm-hmm. feelings. You know, you can't just keep having sex with a person two, three times a week. And that's all it is because I've done that. You It started off just being sex and then you start sexing and chilling. Then he say, start calling on his way. Baby, I'm on my way. You fed the kids and she, you know, not naturally like it's an instinctive things. You know, you going in and out of a person, the person coming in and out of you, you go from your first name to babe real quick. And they go from just doing that sexuationship through that brokenness to, oh, I'm going to stop and grab something to eat. You fed the kids. I'm going to bring some Chinese. Or is it anything you need? Do you have? I know you like to drink your little wine. Do you have some wine? You know, you turn into a curve. But inside that curve, you haven't established what you're working for. You know what I'm saying? Because some people are cool at the poverty line. Believe it or not, some people are very cool and content and satisfied at the poverty line. Is that something you need to know before you get into a relationship with somebody that's cool at the poverty line and you're not, even though you may like each other? Sure you do, because you're going to be trying to work to elevate up and they're going to be saying to you, we cool where we at. Yeah. Because I went through that. Baby. It's so much with broken, well, broke sex, so... But yeah, like you say, it shouldn't be looked at negative. It can positive, positive can come out of it. You know, I just it's just communication, and we all grown. Just start with the bull crap. We're not teenagers, and that lead us up to the young kids. Like, let's be adults and just say what you really want. Why are you? Why are you here? Why you want this? Like, hey, I want this from you, but I can bring this to the table for you if you're willing to lock into this contract. You know what I'm saying? Like brothers out there if you like something you see you want this woman sexually know a price come with it because bitch ain't nothing for free in this world so we need to know that okay so 
stop trying to make women feel bad because they're telling you, hey, I need this, I need that from you. Even if it's not monetary. Maybe if she need your time, she needs someone to speak to, you know, I'm not speaking to someone to talk to every now and then. Damn, but you want something from her. Give. Y'all want to, people want to take from people, but they don't want to give shit to people. Like, what the hell? Like, what the hell? Just like, come on, man. Let's be fair here, damn it. And people know what you want, I hear. When you have a sex with, individ- with individuals, if you feel like you don't need not a motherfucking thing from these people, good. Have sex with those people that's just like you that don't need nothing from you. So they won't be expecting nothing from you. Girl, I wish, I wish that because my husband and I, you know, we'll be working on the stick talk show together. And I wish he was available for this podcast because I'm sitting over here, girl, about to cry in tears laughing in a conversation that I remember us having about him when he was in a low place in his life. Um, my husband is from the streets. Now he's, he's, he's always worked and he's always hustled before he had his mental afflictions and things where he was classified disabled. Um, but in his life, girl, like one night we was pillow talking and we, we pillow talking is our favorite thing to do. Just sitting in the room with the candles, girl, you know, smoking our little herb. That's our thing. You know, we get our herb and he'll have his um, little drink. And we do this probably um, once a week or if we're not busy or doing anything with the kids, we'll do it Friday and Saturdays. That's our thing. That's, that's, that's what keep us whole. We pillow talk and tell stories from our past. And girl, one, I don't know what brought the story along. <laughs> Mm. No, we was talking about our best whole life, and he was like, "You know, baby, I'm a hoe." <laughs> <laughs> Times get hard. I sells dick. <laughs> Girl, listen, I was talking. About, now you know most women, you know, would get insecure and get jealous, and you know, argue them up and down. But me, I'm so goofy and I'm so cool. I said, "Baby, you be selling dick." I said, "I say you a deuce bigelow out here." <laughs> <laughs> he talking about he talking about shit. He talking about shit. I got a magic stick. I know it. He talking about shit, and he say, "I love my weed. Let a nigga not be able to buy no weed." He talking about times got hard. He said, "I remember I was working at Culver's, which is a burger place up here, and they got some really good food." But he worked at Culver's. He said, "I lost my job," and he said, "Once he lost his job, he had his own place and everything." He said, "You know things got bad," and this was that time. Kind of like 2005, 2006, we all was young. He was like, we all was like 19 or 18, but you know, the economy was bad. Jobs was bad. So he was having a hard time. He ended up losing his place and everything. He said, shit. He said, I know my dick is priceless. And he was like, I'm not a bad looking man. He was like, I know I got game. He's like, baby, I was using my dick for rent, using my dick for weed, shoes. He was like, I had these women now here emotional and crazy. And he was like, I feel bad about it. He was like, I feel bad because... I was giving it to them like they asked for, but baby, I needed things in return and I wasn't looking for no relationship. And he was like, because I was aware that I, I didn't have anything to offer these women, but what I was, what, what I was giving them. And he's not the type of man. He's like, he's real honest. He's not the type of man that's going to come live off of you. He'll stay for a couple of days. He's going to get that little amount of money or weed or shoes. And then he off to his next victim. Baby, when I, mm-hmm. him, I was his his honesty and transparency, what it does, what it did was gave me insight on how men think. It he felt it wasn't that he felt inadequate. He was trying to build himself up. And what he said was, 
I knew with any of those women, even though they were desiring me and one saying they wanted to be in a relationship, you don't even know me. You brought me home. You had sex with me, you know, and gave me some money and bought me some weed because you were trying to purchase me, which was cool. You purchased me and you got what you purchased. Right. Right, right, right. If you were really trying to get to know me, even he was like, I could judge, I would judge a woman less. He was like, but nine times out of ten, when I went into these women's homes, when we sat before we had sex, they didn't say much of anything. They was playing on their phone. They weren't trying to get to know me. We smoked, and you know, then I I would have to make. First of all, thank you so much. It's such an honor. You know, we've been friends on Facebook for a very long time, and you know, I love the way you speak and how you carry yourself. And thank you for you know even want to do this with me. Um, so thank you. I appreciate you inviting me to your show. I'm so excited. You're one of my favorite personalities on Facebook. And you're right, we have been friends on Facebook for a long time, just doing what we do. Exactly. Yes. And rather if we see each other point of view, you know, we keep it, you know, um uh, as it is, you know. Um what we said is what we said, and it's just that simple. Either you're gonna roll with it or not, but love is not lost, you know. So that's what I do love. Thank y'all so much for listening to I Am She Frequency Podcast with your girl Quetta and Big Thick Juicy, the fairy trap mother. Yes, honey. So our show was cut. So I guess it's like a two hour max or something. Yes, me and the fairy trap mother went over two hours, honey, because we were going in about this, bro sex situation so if you like what you heard you know before it was cut off um at two hours please let us know and shoot a message and then we'll get together and make some type of plan to make a part three yes because the information that we both gave especially my sis listen she was dropping those jewels so let me know i'll let her know and we'll get together and make it work yes to those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription thank you if you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm forward slash I am she for realsy to become a monthly supporter. You can support as low as 99 cents per month. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Peace and love. Thank y'all so much for listening to I Am She Frequency Podcast with your girl Quetta and Big Thick Juicy, the fairy trap mother. Yes, honey.